Well, every Sunday, we have a confession of sins. We read it out of our bulletin every single Sunday. But I wonder if when we read it, if we're really reading it from our heart, or if it's something that just goes through our mind, like N-E-S-T-L-E-S, Nestle's makes the very best. You know, those are things that we've said often, and they just come off. Or how many of us are really repenting? When we do our confession of sins up here, are we really consciously aware of turning away from sin? Or does it just go through our minds quickly? You see, repentance is not just saying, I'm sorry. Repentance is to change direction. Repentance is to stop the direction I'm going and change the direction. In the Greek, to repent means you change the way you think, what you say, what you do. It means a total, complete change of everything that that we're involved in that is not God's plan for our life. That's repentance. Now, none of us, as I shared, none of us, we saw a fugitive from God. We are not fugitives from God. We do not have any major, blatant refusal to follow his word. It's not where we're at. I mean, those are transgressions. Those are iniquities. Those are, those are God, I know what you want me to do, but I don't care. I'm going to do it my way. That is not where we're usually at. We may be there once in a while. But that is not our usual life's plan. Where we get stuck is with sin, which is simply missing the mark. It's maybe wanting to serve God. You're all here on this morning in church, and you all have a desire to grow closer to God, or you would not be here. You have a desire. But even with that desire, it is very easy sometimes to miss the mark unless we keep our eyes on Jesus throughout the entire day. See, we we develop habits. And it's very easy to keep those habits going. For instance, when you wake up in the morning, think of the very first thing you think of. Is it, oh, I got too much to do today? Or is it, well, I got to get to the restroom quick? Whatever it is, or is it, good morning, Lord? What is our first response in the morning? Because it sometimes sets the pattern for all day. And we have these patterns that we follow through the day, from getting up, Restroom, breakfast, 
doing this, doing that, lunch, thinking this, grumbling about that, maybe talking to God about this. We have habits, and they perpetuate themselves. In advertising, they say you have to listen to a commercial 23 times, and then you will buy the product. Because it it gets in our mind. And we have habits of thousands of times doing the same thing every morning. Thousands of times of doing the same thing every day. And they become habits. And are they missing the mark? Or are they facing towards Jesus? Last year, uh, my sister ran into the wife of a former pastor at Trinity. He was pastor back in the 60s. And she was telling my sister that, that she remembered my mother when the ladies of the church would go to some ladies' conference and they stayed someplace. She said, I remember your mother. Every morning she would get up before all the rest of us and she'd walk over to the window and she'd lift up her hands and she'd say, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for this beautiful day. And that's how my mom started out the day. And the pastor's wife said, we all wanted to sleep. But Maida was over there praising the Lord and telling God thanks. And we all woke up. And she said, I still remember that. See, that's how my mother started out her day. How do we start out our day? I'm not even that good. I try to be. But... When, you, when we practice something over and over, it becomes our nature. And pretty soon we are always hitting the mark, hitting the mark. And if we practice something else, we're missing the mark, missing the mark. Even though, even though we may believe in Jesus, even though we have a relationship with him, we can all, myself included, have a better relationship with him. Because that's what this life is all about. We can get as close to God as we want to get. There was Enoch in the Bible that says, and at the age of 65, he began to walk with God. He walked with him for 300 years. The New Testament tells us what he was doing. He was a preacher telling the world to repent. There's that word again. And he walked so close to God, he never died. God took him. And Elijah, the prophet, who walked so close to God, he never died. God took him. Now, these prophets did not have the Holy Spirit living in them. And we do. When we accepted Jesus as Savior... The Holy Spirit came to live within us. We're all walking with God, even though we may be looking over here, doing something out there. But we have God with us, in us, all the time. How much easier it is for us to walk with him than it was for Enoch and Elijah. Wow. God wants us to be perfect. And by the way, that's in the Bible. Be ye perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. But the word there for perfect means be mature. That's what it actually means. 
to grow so close to God that we are constantly keeping his word. And when we slip to recognize it, when we start to gossip, to recognize it and say, Lord, it's so much fun to gossip. It's so much fun to tell somebody else something bad about somebody else. I just love it, but don't help me do it and to stop it. It's so much fun to sin or we wouldn't do it. If sin were not fun, we would never sin. Just like we don't hit ourselves on the thumb with a hammer because it's no fun. We might do it accidentally sometime, but it's we don't do the things that are not fun. We only do the things we enjoy. And you see, we operate on feelings. If it feels like fun, if it feels good, Satan says, do it. But God says, keep your eyes on me. Do not operate on feelings. Operate on the fact by choice that we know Jesus as our Savior, that the Holy Spirit lives in us, and that we know what God wants us to do. Last week I was having supper with my sister and some friends in a restaurant. It was on Monday night, actually. And as we were eating, a policeman walked by. He came in there to get something to eat, and he was fully dressed. One of the guys at the table said to the officer as he's walking by, I didn't do it. I don't know, I would never say that, but (laughs) he was having fun. And the policeman looked at him and said, you just haven't been caught yet. (laughs) You see, we may say to God, God, I don't do that stuff. But the reality is, We just haven't caught ourselves doing it yet. Jesus says, as a person thinks in his heart, so is he. If we hate somebody in our heart, we've hated them. Murdered. Little girl said, murder. We shall not murder. Jesus says, you've murdered them already. Just because it's a heart attitude. And that's what God wants to change us from. All these heart attitudes. And he wants us to be mature as God, our Heavenly Father, is mature. And here's how we do it. We do it by, first of all, desiring it. We've got to desire it. We've got to want to walk with our eyes on Jesus. And throughout the day, when we find ourselves doing something and you think about God, just thank him. When you... When you find yourself doing something that you don't know if you should be thinking that way or saying this or doing that, ask him, just stop and ask him to help you. And that is practicing living in God's spirit. That is practicing doing what's right. That is repenting. That is changing directions and going away from sin and going close to God. And Jesus says, repent. And then asking him, Lord, if there's something that I'm not even aware of, and you want me to change, bring it to my attention, and help me. And you will find, 
that as we grow closer to God, he's going to reveal more and more things to you that you probably won't like revealed. But the reality is, as they are and as you change, we're going to grow closer to him. We're going to be turning away from sin and walking with God. Amen.